welcome to Infrastructure in Action, a We Build podcast series about Australia, where we discover the fascinating world of infrastructure, explore the issues and opportunities facing the infrastructure sector, highlight the role infrastructure plays in helping Australia manage population growth and economic development, and discuss the most advanced systems and technologies to minimise risk and maximise the value of Australian investments in these projects. I'm here today with Shalanjo Ranasinga, who is a civil engineer and currently WeBuild's Global Key Accounts Director based in Italy. So firstly, could you tell me a bit about your background and just give an overview of your personal journey? I am Australian, uh, born in Sri Lanka, migrated to the UK uh, when I was about three, grew up near the Scottish border, went to school in in both London and up near the Scottish border and then my family migrated to Australia in 1977 when I was almost nine years old. I went to school, uh, just a local Catholic primary school and then a girls high school Uh, and I think that going to a girls high school really then encouraged girls to do STEM subjects Uh, and from then on went to Sydney University and did civil engineering. I've also got an MBA, which I did at uh, the Australian Graduate School of Management. At what point in your life and for what reason did you decide to pursue a career in civil engineering after completing high school? Reflecting on the second podcast with Professor Kentish, uh, she made a point of saying that in Australia particularly, engineering is not very well known and most people think uh, engineers are train drivers and that was certainly the case back in the 80s when I went to school. But I was lucky that uh, a friend of mine at at school, her father was a mechanical engineer, so all through high school we really learnt about his job and what he did. And so there was an introduction to engineering. Found out then the different types of engineering and civil engineering and the thought of building and constructing things really appealed to me that there was a physical and tangible result to all your efforts. So looking at university... What was your experience particularly as a young female in civil engineering at university and then at graduation in your first job? The year that I started university uh, at Sydney University, it was the most number of females they'd had for decades. Oh, wow. They had offered a scholarship to four females to encourage women and we ended up with ten in our year. And look... I. We had a really collaborative year. We still all see each other and we're all connected, uh, most of us. And so we were very collaborative. There was no difference between men and female. How do you find it? I mean, you're in third year. Yeah. How do you find it? Well, I think um, there's definitely, like, I can see a big push for women to come into engineering and into STEM. and I think there's a lot more acceptance of that. And, and being at university, I don't see really any dispute between, like, girls and boys. Tell me about the highlights of your career in terms of the roles that you've had and the projects that you've worked on. I like working at a level where I'm close to decision makers and leaders, whether it's a project or a business unit. 
And I was lucky enough to work closely with um, head of business unit from graduation. And I enjoyed that because uh, there was no middle management, <laughs> if you liked. Um, and I also like being part of a team that collaborates well and you're part of something bigger than yourself. And I, I think that's the appeal of infrastructure and construction projects in that you're leaving a legacy for future generations behind. I really like the concept of uh, infrastructure as a work of art and that's something that we build always talk about, that the, this, this whole tangible um, piece of infrastructure that we, we leave behind. Doing work that I hadn't done before, being thrown in the deep end and being told to figure it out and use my brain uh, and people backing me and trusting me, I, I think that's sort of the highlights uh, that I've had. And I guess the recent highlight is, is joining WeBuild as well, you know, to be given the opportunity to work in uh, Italy uh, on a role that's very exciting, making sure that we understand our client needs and our client strategies and objectives in w how they and deliver infrastructure uh, is very exciting. So that's also probably um, my next uh, highlight, if you like. So your professional profile definitely appears to be, you know, an example of how one can accelerate their career path and acquire management positions from quite a young age. So I wanted to ask you, what do you consider are the personal attributes you need to be successful within the infrastructure industry and sort of generally as a developing professional? I've used some of the words before, but courage, resilience, hard work continuous learning, striving to look for common ground. Uh, I use those principles both personally and professionally. I discovered uh, a few years ago the concept of Aikigai, which is a Japanese concept where you um, find your purpose for being and it's the common ground between doing what you love, what you're good at, what the world needs and what you can be paid for. And if you try to find that sweet spot where passion, mission, vocation and your profession come together, then I think that that is how you succeed in whatever you do. On that point about your, your career journey and how you've been successful, were there any moments throughout that, all that time that you thought you wouldn't make it? Of course. <laughs> <laughs> of course. There's uh, been many moments where, it, you know, things have been difficult uh, on projects, difficult moments in delivering projects where you don't think you, you're going to get there, personal moments. Uh, and I've learned to be kind to myself and to take breaks where you need to. Given the huge infrastructure pipeline in Australia and collaboration being the hot topic at the moment, what does collaboration mean to you and what do you think really makes a project successful? When you collaborate with a team, whether it's your own team or with a client, it just means coming together and being clear on what the objectives are, aren't they? Yeah. And then working out a path how to get there and deliver those objectives. So at the moment, with the pipeline in Australia, it's really about customer outcomes. And... The infrastructure that we develop here 
is for the community and for customer. And so that should be the focus. Bringing innovation at front end um, to make world-class pieces of infrastructure that are legacies for the future, as I said before, I think are really important, but that's what it is. It's working together. Having a mindset that you're in it together and you're going to solve the problem together. So for me, that, that's what collaboration is about both personally. So if you have an issue, a personal issue, it's always talking and communicating, isn't it? Yeah. So it comes down to communication, yeah. good and effective communication, being transparent and honest and having safe conversations. On that point about collaboration, what does inclusion mean for you and how have you experienced that in your career path? The challenge for leaders today, whether it's delivering uh, infrastructure or working on your business, is how to be inclusive. And I think the way to do that is having a varied... uh, levels of experience and uh, different perspectives in the room and to get different opinions as well. It's not to say that you need to canvas and get an opinion from everybody, but just to have a mix of people that can challenge thinking um, and bring different perspectives to to, uh, how you work and how you do things better and to make sure that that diversity is captured and... WeBuild do that well, especially in their technical and design. We take innovations from different projects globally and we translate that really well. Uh, Some of the innovations we've done on Snowy um, with the TBM and also uh, how we um, built the cable stay bridge on a curve for Northwest Rail, you know, are exemplary of, of that type of innovation that we bring. The previous podcast with Guido and Professor Kentish was discussing women in STEM. So you're a scholar at UTS and you're part of our scholarship program. Tell, tell me about that because, you know, diversity in our industry, apart from different cultures and um, different ways of thinking, is also very much about attracting more women into STEM and engineering. So uh, tell me more about your scholarship. Yeah, well... It's um, an amazing opportunity because basically WeBuild is providing myself and four other female civil engineers the opportunity to complete a six-month internship, um, which is a requirement of our course. But it means that we're with this huge global company and um, I think, well, from my own experience in this internship... I'm learning really a lot about just the glo- how globally how a construction company is run and it's really enabled me to find motivation to continue with the course that I'm on and this path with civil engineering. Um, and just, I guess, the, the scholarship has been really an amazing opportunity um, and I've seen how people really do care about young people you know people really care about uh getting young people motivated and excited about their career path going back to your own personal journey what do you like most about working construction 
And what is what is it about your current role in WeBuild that motivates you to get up every morning and go to work? I like working in construction because there's so many different aspects that you can do. You can pick where in the value chain you want to work. But you can also take the aspects and uh, work in the business side of the company in a construction company as well. Um, but what I really love the most is working with great teams and working with fantastic people that motivate you. And the current role that I have is an amazing opportunity for me to work with some really smart, motivated people, both here and in Italy, uh, and in fact to all our offices um, globally, to look at opportunities for the company to understand our clients and customers' uh, strategies for delivering infrastructure globally and make sure that we are attuned to their needs and that we can bring our experience and our diversity and inclusion into forming solutions for them. Uh, and maybe bringing perspectives that they hadn't thought of and delivering on those. So that brings me to my final question, actually, which is um, what would be your main piece of advice to anyone, particularly any young women, considering taking up a career in STEM? And are there any life lessons or advice that you can share with me and my young colleagues? Probably say that um, start building your brand from an early point in your career. Build your storyline or your narrative of capability and expertise. So how do you do that? Well, I think you have to identify the value that you bring besides the activities that you do. So there's all these work activities, but there's also a value, for example, in the knowledge that you have or the connections that you make and the relationships and the networks that you make. And, you know, when I started working, I was told to identify the weaknesses that I had and to work on those. But over the years, I've realised that some weaknesses I'm never going to master. And so probably halfway through my career, I just started identifying my strengths and getting stronger in those strengths. So, Megan, you've asked me why I chose civil engineering. Let me ask you the same question. Why did you pick civil engineering? I did grow up with a number of role models, I guess, who are who are engineers and a few women in engineering as well. And um, I just saw how the work you do as an engineer can really positively impact people on a large scale. And that was quite inspiring and motivating for me. That's all we have time for, for this, our third episode of the Infrastructure in Action We Build podcast series for Australia. To Shalendra and Megan from We Build Australia, thank you for sharing your insights on what it takes to make it as a civil engineer and the benefits of a more collaborative approach to infrastructure delivery. Thanks also to you, our listeners, for downloading this podcast. Stay tuned for the fourth and final episode in this We Build podcast series, which will focus on the important role infrastructure projects play in creating lasting economic and community legacies.